Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. Today is episode four of the four-part series all around passion and polarity and what it takes to have polarity and passion in relationship. Now, if you're coming in on episode four, I highly recommend you go back, literally hit pause, go back to episode one of this four-part series, or you won't have the important context. Because in episode one, I talk about what is polarity. And I give you a solid understanding of misconceptions about polarity, of a better way to understand polarity. And I also share my polarity diagram, which helps you understand the kind of healthy polarity that you want to generate in relationship. Episode two was all about the masculine. I spoke about the wounded masculine, how that came to be in our society. I spoke about aspects of the wounded masculine. Then I spoke about aspects of the divine masculine. And I did this because it's important to understand what masculine energy is in order to understand this episode. And episode three was all around feminine energy, how you can think about feminine energy, what are aspects of the wounded feminine, what are aspects of the divine feminine. And here we are. So we will be deep diving for this episode into what is required to have passion in relationship. Now, for passion to last in relationship, you need to have polarity. So understanding polarity and how to create polarity is super important. Now, just to quickly recap from that episode one, right? When you think about polarity, I want you to think about it like one person standing in their sovereign, independent expression, because both are, you're obviously sovereign beings, but right, one person is expressing their unique voice while the other is leaning in, right? And you toggle on the spectrum of one person standing in their sovereign expression, the other leaning in, vice versa. And so, I want to speak to, as we open this episode, uh, different kinds of couples dynamics so that you can figure out how where we want to land from a polarity standpoint. And so I'm going to use this framework that London Angel Winters created. And she speaks to, you think about in a relationship, right, with two people. You've got Alpha and Omega. 
And this can manifest in many different ways, right? But the alpha is the person that is in their masculine energy, exercising their masculine energy. Omega is the person that's exercising their feminine energy. So if we bring tie it back to episode two and three, right? The masculine energy is the focused action, right? It's the direction. It's the making decisions. It's also the rational being with the mind, the feminine is in flow, in flux. It's energy, right? Emotion also, energy in motion, right? The feminine is anything that's moving through you. And the flow is, the feminine is also open and receptive, right? So if the masculine, the person who's exercising their masculine energy says, uh, you know, I really want to do this today. The feminine is going to like, okay, I'm going to be open to it, at least curious about it in flow, right? Maybe follow the lead, right? And feeling in. So in this example, if you think about alpha and omega, what can happen often with couples who their polarity is off, you can end up in one or two, two buckets. You can end up in alpha, alpha, so in alpha alpha, what that looks like is this, there's two people that are highly opinionated, right, in their masculine energy. Now, I just want to name, when you think about these dynamics, you want to think about the relationship as a whole, right? So you can have a moment in the relationship in which you're both in alpha or a moment in the relationship in which you're both in omega. But if you want to keep the passion alive, right? And you want to practice polarity, then you want to be mindful of one person being in alpha, one person being in omega. So if you're in alpha, alpha, what that can look like to make it super simple. If your partner is like, I plan this amazing day for us and I really want to go to this park and this restaurant and maybe then we look at the stars and then we take a lovely walk home on our way home. Maybe we get some ice cream. And if you're also in alpha, so maybe you're also in planning mode and not as able to go with the flow. If you're in alpha, then you might be like, oh, no, that doesn't sound good. I, I was thinking that we can go see a movie and just veg out on the couch. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have opinions in relationship and express your needs. You most definitely can. But what I'm naming is if it's a dynamic, all of this, it's uh, noticing dynamics, right? Noticing what percent of time you're in which bucket. But if it's something that happens occur, uh, over time consistently, where both parties are an alpha, both parties are vying for control of a situation or trying to make the plans all the time or arguing about where to go, what to do on what day, it's going to put you both in alpha. And the problem with that is that's when you see partners are either nonstop bickering all the time, like they're an old married couple. It's usually when they're both an alpha. Or you might, it might, it could, it's desexualizing either way, right? You could end up feeling more like roommates or friends than lovers. Because, you, you know, in that instance, you can also think about uh, the couple that is maybe building a business together. So maybe they both are focused on 
execution and the details. So both parties are in alpha all the time. Now, if either party doesn't know how to sink back into omega, right? It's going to stifle the passion because the polarity is no longer there because both parties, it's kind of like this competition and uh, both parties are doing, they're in a heavy space of doing. It doesn't have to be competition, but it's like action. So if you are starting a business with your partner or you collaborate and work together, it's being mindful of the dynamics. Okay, are we both taking turns to being alpha? Are we both taking turns to being open to each other and receptive to each other and being an omega? Hmm. Another instance of alpha alpha would be, and I gave this example in an Instagram reel. So, because remember, it doesn't, you don't have to think of it like alpha, like the top dog. You can also think of it, it's the masculine. It's so giving versus receiving. The feminine energy is receptive, the masculine energy is the giving. So, if you are sitting on the couch and your partner starts to massage your leg, now, if you go back and try to also give and connect through giving, and so then all of a sudden now you are starting to touch them, right? Over time, in that moment, the polarity is going to die because you both are in giving mode. And to swap that, if you want to keep the polarity, right, you have to take turns. It's kind of like, okay, maybe one is giving, the other is receiving. And then maybe the other is starts to give. And then you now allow yourself to sit back and receive. And of course, like we've all been in the heat of passion in the moment, right? Where things get really primal and wild and both parties are an alpha. And that's totally cool. That's fun. That's fun. But it's, I'm not speaking to unique scenarios, right? I'm speaking to general dynamics of being mindful of these dynamics in relationship if you want to keep the polarity, right? Because like, okay, both parties are going primal, they're going ham, they're going at a hundred, right? And then it's like, okay, you have wild sex and it's done. But if you want that to last, if you want it to be this like mm, full experience, hours long, tantric play, right? You're going to have to play with the energies, the giving and receiving, the bringing it to a heat and bringing it down to a simmer. And that's how you then get the build, build the energy, that slow burn, so that when it's like ready, you're, you both are ready to like, you know, blast off. You've got that, like, mm, your energy is there. And it's like at a peak and that blast off feels so, so good. When it goes in in that way where you're both like so hungry for each other, going so crazy that you can't help yourselves. The other dynamic is Omega Omega. Now, Omega Omega is when both partners in the relationship are not taking action, are not voicing their desires. And that can look something like, hey, babe, what do you want to do for dinner? And then your partner's saying, I don't know. What do you want to do? I asked you, what do you want to do? Right? That kind of like back and forth, which we've all, I'm sure, had these omega, omega moments. 
And so it's okay to have that moment, but it's being mindful that that is going to stifle the polarity. And that when that dynamic happens, right, it's actually not fun. It actually uh, creates a sense of instability. Neither party really feels fully safe because they're not fully expressing their needs, right? That's a good sign to look at, "Mm, what's my level of safety? How am I feeling being expressed in the relationship? And so another example with Omega Omega, taking a sexual dynamic. Maybe you're both sitting on the couch and watching TV and neither of you is taking the action to initiate, right? That is an example of Omega Omega, right? You need someone in that alpha role who's going to be the one that's going to initiate intimacy. And, or you have these like awkward hiccups, you know, in bed and that's uncomfortable and that's never fun because you want someone that's like, this is what I want and I'm going to get it, right? Or I'm going to do it. And when you're in Omega Omega, you most definitely feel more like roommates than lovers or friends than lovers, right? Because there is no passion. There is no polarity. Thus, there is no passion. So what you want to have in relationship is you want to have alpha, alpha, omega. So you want to have one person taking the active lead, one person surrendering and following, being open and curious to the flow. Now, this is the clincher here. This is what I know to be true. This is what my business is based off of. And this is what is absolutely essential in order to have polarity in relationship. Because you can read all these information around Alpha and Omega and try to play the role of, okay, I'm going to just, you know, surrender. I'm going to be in my feminine. If I'm a woman, if I'm a man, I'm going to be in my masculine and keep the polarity. But You will never have polarity in relationship if you do not have polarity within self. I'm going to say that again. You will never have polarity in relationship if you do not have polarity in self. What I mean by that is both parties need to cultivate. First, you need to heal your wounded masculine and feminine energy. And both parties need to cultivate healthy masculine and feminine energy and use that in different areas of the relationship. In bed, at home, maybe making the plans, maybe in the workplace, maybe around family. Why? Because to have polarity, right? You have to use both your masculine and feminine energies because both parties need to know how to initiate, in bed, initiate plans, express themselves, right? That's the masculine energy. And both parties need to know how to mm, flow, connect to their intuition, be in flux, be emotional. And this is super important. This is something that many polarity theorists do not discuss. And this is the core of my work. Because otherwise, you're just acting. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm a woman. I'm just going to try to be in my feminine. I'm, gonna, I'm a man. I'm going to be in my masculine. Right? And that gets boring over time. The polarity actually dies. 
because as a woman, you're rep- you're repressed. You're not feeling fulfilled. And as a man, you're not feeling fulfilled fully because you're not allowing yourself to be taken by your woman. And every man desires to experience their woman who is expressed, who is wild, who is free, who names her desires, does what she wants. And every woman wants a man who is, mm, can be domineering and confident and assertive, yet who is also connected to his heart and his emotions and his connection to his body, his ability to go within, that's the feminine. And a man can't receive his woman if he's always in his masculine. Because we all like to be received. We all like to share wisdom, have it be received by the other and vice versa. We're all human beings. So if you think about in the bedroom, okay, like many women are like, Nicola, tell me, how can I be more in my feminine? Right? And they ask me this and I say to them, it's working with your masculine. It's healing your masculine. Now, why is that? Because you want to have polarity in bed, right? You want your man to ravish you in bed. You need to know how to seduce. You need to know how to say and do what and know what buttons to push to get them so hot that they can't help but ravish you. Now that, my friends, that takes masculine energy. That dark feminine is masculine energy because the masculine is the primal. It's the wild. It's the expression. It's the sex, the sexuality. So, and that's important for polarity. Right, That's important for polarity because that's how you're going to have those dynamics where the fire is so hot. And same thing as a man. If you want to feel your woman's heart, you want to see her share in front of you, express from the depths of her heart, the depth of the emotion that she has inside her. And if you're not able to express your own emotion, why would she ever feel comfortable with you expressing hers? Right? To have that polarity, you need to be able to also express. You need to be able to sink into your feminine, to be vulnerable, to name, hey, babe, like this didn't feel good. Or, hey, babe, I'm having these feelings for you that's like get me all tickled inside and I want to share X, Y, and Z. And then that allows her to then like be in her masculine and witness and hold space. And that the polarity is there. Polarity is back. Right? Because then what happens when she witnesses you in that state, she's going to want to come in. She's going to want to lean in. But if you're never expressing, it never gives her a chance to lean in for you. Right? To love on you, support you. Maybe she's turned on by it. Now keep pulling that thread. If we were to bring it outside of the bedroom into the relationship, maybe your partner's like, babe, you know, what kind of food are you in the mood for? 
And if you're like, uh, I don't know, right? It's going to deaden the polarity. But if you're like, oh, yes, I'm really craving sushi and let's go to that spot around the corner. Maybe we can have some sake bombs, right? That expression you expressing is your masculine energy. And that creates polarity now because now he's like, ooh, okay, I'm intrigued, right? I'm going to lean in. Or if you make this wild plan of something that you want to do for the day, for the two of you, right? He's going to lean in. It gives him a chance to lean in. Even if you take conflict, right? Think of conflict as a way to create polarity. And you want to do it in a healthy way, so you don't want to let your emotions rule you, but you need to know how to use them. So it can be something like if your partner is chatting with somebody. I'm going to I'm going to reverse the rules here because it it goes anyway with jealousy. But let's say your woman is chatting with this guy at this party and it's like not feeling good inside your body. You're frustrated. Now to deaden the polarity, maybe you go over and you're angry or maybe you mm, express in a really damaging way to the relationship. Maybe you say mean things to her when you get home, or maybe you act out in other ways. Maybe you don't acknowledge that you're jealous and instead you become angry and you yell at her when you get home about something else. But really it's, it's that her chatting with this guy that really like peeved you to keep the polarity. You can take that energy and you can use it in a sexual way or in a feisty way or to express. So it could be something like you are being a bad girl at that party. You know, I don't like when you talk to other guys like that in my face, especially when you get that close. You know what happens when you're a bad girl, right? And then you can use that and make like a spicy dom scene out of it. Now, I'm not saying that you always have to use humor, right? You can express. It's important to not always use humor. And sometimes you have to just express and say it like it is. But finding ways when you do polarity work, you understand and have tools. And this is the work I do with couples and with individuals is you have these tools to actually Use different tactics as well to keep the polarity in the relationship. You, I don't want to say tactics. It sounds negative. It's interesting techniques. You're honing a skill. And humor is one of them. Like theatrics is one of them. Right. Also understanding energies because polarity to truly understand polarity, it's not at the communication level. It's on the energetic level. It's an energy. It's understanding energy, give and take of energy. It's to further that, it's even understanding when to pull back, when to pull back, what, you know, when to share, how much to share. Doesn't mean that you don't go in with an open heart. You very much do, but you understand how energy works and dynamics and what is needed to keep that polarity within the relationship. 
It's fascinating stuff. This is why I do this work. I love this work so, so much. It's been so important in my life and rewarding for my life. And there you have it. So today we spoke about just to high level everything. What is essential to having passion and relationship? We talked about polarity as being the key. I spoke to London Angel Winters, uh, the way she speaks to Alpha and Omega, so that you can really understand these dynamics and the difference between like going into bickering old married couple and or friends or roommates versus going into sexy lovers. I also spoke to the key ingredient, the secret sauce, so that you're not acting and you're actually creating polarity within the relationship is having polarity within where both parties need to use their masculine and feminine energies within different areas of the relationship in a balanced way. And I gave some examples around that. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful, beautiful people for tuning into this week's episode of Divine Union with moi, Nicola Navone. I would love, love, love to hear in the comments what was interesting and resonated or was learning for you. Yeah, I really appreciate those comments, appreciate those reviews. I read them. They fill my heart. And of course, as you are listening to this podcast, you know how podcasts work. And if you don't, I'll tell you that uh, in order to get more ears on the pod, which is super important for Divine Union, because we are doing this work so that we can really impact the world on a larger scale, is by leaving reviews. That's how we get more people to listen to the pod. And so it would mean so, so much to the podcast. And definitely, I will invite you to share this with a friend, someone whom you feel could benefit from this episode today. Thank you, thank you, beautiful, beautiful souls for tuning into this week's episode of Divine Union. And until next week, may all your unions be divine.